0: Okay, I think we're live. We're live. Welcome back.
1: Welcome. Happy New Year.
0: Happy New Year. I haven't seen you since last year. Hey. hey. Yeah. <laughs> How are you? I'm good. I want to say to anyone listening now, we're sorry for the long break, but we took a nice little holiday and mm. we feel all the better for it.
1: Yeah. We went, we actually like texted about recording. We set a date to record the last episode. And yeah. then like the day before I was like, I actually haven't watched a single film. And you're like, yeah, same. <laughs> <laughs>
0: It's silly season. It's yeah. busy. It's yeah. very hard to organize
1: anything. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah, I didn't. Uh, I, I actually watched a few. I feel like post-Christmas it kind of mm. cooled down a bit. I feel like that's always the way, isn't it? It's like it's all ramping up and meeting people and then once it gets to Christmas Day and Steven's Day, then yeah. it's kind of like just sitting in the house.
0: What do you remember watching over Christmas that you thought was kind of good?
1: I watched a film called Lawnmower Man, which is Lawnmower Man. Uh, fucking crazy. It's uh, a, a guy who's like, he's like kind of like mentally i don't know disabled and he he cuts people's grass and then Pierce Brosnan is his next-door neighbor i think That's and Pierce awesome. Brosnan is like a he he he's like a a researcher he researches um like virtual reality technology and then he thinks that through using virtual reality he can make the the mentally handicapped man like not mentally handicapped anymore, oh but then it goes awry, and it, the mentally handicapped guy actually like becomes a super genius. <laughs> <laughs> it's I couldn't believe I saw that because I'd always heard of the movie, but when I, thought I th-
0: for for the first uh, thirty seconds there, I thought you were making that up. No,
1: I, I, it's hard to believe. And <laughs> when I was watching it, I was like, I can't believe this is a. Uh,
0: I saw uh, Boss Baby, and I actually, thought wow, it was good.
1: Is that that's the kind of uh, cartoony Much one? Isn't it?
0: Easier plot than yours. It's about a uh, a little. Baby who's a boss <laughs> mm. is it is the
1: is is it what's his name not ben Affleck what's his name
0: uh it's not ben Affleck it's um it sounds like that no no it's it's the fucking guy from New York who's plays donald trump yeah, he does he plays donald trump uh, alan allen andon andy uh um it's good to be back at m k ultra film the show <laughs> where we never remember the names of any actors. Or any big stars, or films, sometimes. or films sometimes. What but I-
1: <laughs> what is his fucking name? It's like Ben Affleck kind of
0: thing. Look no, it up. Okay, okay. Get the get the production team to look it up. Okay, for we'll us. G- uh, we'll ask the producer now what the name of one of the most well known actors in uh, in the whole of Hollywood is. He's a New Yorker. E. Hey. My friend Molly met him. Oh, good for her. Uh, he's famous for having punched a reporter. He's in that film you told me to watch. <laughs> Which one? <laughs> Glen Gary, Glen Ross. Oh, he is fucking Ben Affleck. It's no, something Glen like Glen Gary, Glen Ross. I know that's and what his like... name. Is ding 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 ding. Alec Baldwin. Affleck. Alec. I knew there was something <laughs> like that. Yeah, yeah. Alec Baldwin. There that's a go. really bad start to the show. Yeah, terrible. So lost a few brain cells over the silly season mm-hmm. of Christmas pints again pints again too many dry January going well Um, that's it I, I watched the other
1: films that I told well that we're going to review today I watched um, a film called Altered States which was really good I would recommend yeah. it I watched have you seen
0: that? no I
1: watched uh, <laughs> I watched the remake of Ghost in the Shell the 2017 remake I actually quite like that movie
0: okay the one which had a bit of controversy because it was Scarlett Johansson playing in it yeah but it was really good anyway.
1: Yeah, it's pretty good. Cool. What about you? Anything
0: else? Um, I rewatched. uh I rewatched Lost in Translation. And, uh, Scarlett Johansson. With Scarlett Johansson as well. And I re-fell in love with it. Oh. I fell in love with it again. I um, it's a really, really, really good movie. I
1: think it's kind of overrated and I think it's a bit boring. Yeah, I love it. I think it's great. Oh, nice. Well, there
0: you go. <laughs> We're already <laughs> disagreeing. Um... What about the Oscar nominations? Anything about them? Um, yeah, I, I was
1: actually saying like it's nearly a bit boring. Like during the year, you just see films and you're like, "That's an Oscar nomination film," you know, yeah. like that 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 Ford versus Ferrari or whatever it's called, yeah. Le Mans twenty four hours yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I was like, "Yeah," and then like I can't remember like you
0: the other see one, these films that come come around. The, what's really annoying is that um, for me, and I've never understood it, is the Films that are all Oscar contenders are all. I watch them all in the year after that they're they're competing in. Right, so mm, all the films mm. that we're gonna see over the next, na- like Little Women and and you know Two Popes and uh, all these films that are coming out, I've seen them all in 2020, and then yeah, they're winning the prize for best film of 2019. Yeah, it's, and kinda it's really fucking annoying because yeah. it feels like the entire year of films it's just negated and they're just like we don't worry about that don't yeah, worry about yeah it. don't think about all those great films you know yeah uh, it's
1: it's weird I, I find it funny as well because because it, it's the whole year it nearly feels like so long ago like some of the films you see see nominated you're like fuck i saw that in like it feels like i saw it forever ago you know what i mean <laughs> it's it is cool that a uh, parasite is nominated for best film I thought yeah it's that crazy that's excellent and it's also nominated for best international film
0: yeah, which I found, sometimes.
1: I found that really weird. It kind of made it seem like best international film is it's like, cheating, really, isn't it? Yeah, it kind of makes best international film seem like a, a kind of a silly category in that case.
0: Yeah, it, I mean, someone once said t- to me that you have to remember they're the American Academy Awards. They're Fair, They're like yeah. the best films in America. It's mm. ridiculous to think that no foreign film has ever been the best film of the year. You know, it's mm, they're mm. they're ranking the best films in America. And so it is weird that they would put Parasite in there. Um,
1: it's kind of like... It's strange, though. It's the best films in America, but it's not the best American films.
0: Yeah. It's... I don't know. I, I mean, the Oscars don't really make any sense because yeah. everyone views them as, the, you know, the best films of the year. But mm. really, they're ranking Hollywood. Like, a foreign film has never won best
1: film. Ha, so a foreign language film has never no, won?
0: I think uh, the artist one, which is the only one, which is a French film. And I oh, think okay. that's the only. But other than that, an, a foreign language film has never won best picture, which is ludicrous. You're saying... Mm for the last hundred years there's never been a foreign language film which has been better than an american one i mean it's it's dumb yeah yeah Um, yeah, absolutely and then they have best film in a foreign language which is weird yeah why can't so are irish films like do they count in that category or do they count in best picture category like what's going on
1: is that is that what parasite is, is is best international film and best film in a foreign language are they distinct are they separate categories or are they the same category or have I just made up a category? By I think you best just made show? up a category. Yeah. Oh, okay.
0: Um, but anyway, Parasite is best picture, and I think that's really good news. Mm. Um, what have you seen? Let's th- run through the best picture noms. Okay. Ford versus Ferrari, no. which was, was called Le Mans '66, but then they changed the name. Mm-hmm. The Irishman. Yes. Jojo Rabbit. No. Joker. Yes. Little Women. No. Marriage Story. Yes. 1917. No. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yes. Parasite yes yeah it's, uh, i what mean between us we've watched nearly all of them except for 1917 and uh and ford versus ferrari i really don't
1: I, for a while i don't know why i was really excited about ford versus ferrari and then as time went on and i thought about it more i was like
0: fuck that i don't want to know i feel it'll be a real like americans going ah, we're gonna f- we're gonna do it man yeah we're the best yeah yeah, yeah absolutely but <laughs> well, what uh I don't know what... I think I've seen the trailer
1: for 1917 too many times mm. because it's been on in the cinemas for ages, but I don't know why, but I really don't want to watch that.
0: I feel like I've seen the film 1917 mm. seven times in my whole life. Yeah, yeah. I feel like I saw it when I saw Dunkirk. I feel like I saw it again when I saw like the three other Netflix um, World War I yeah, movies. Yeah. They all... I mean, come on. Yeah. I, I, I get it. It's meant to be really impressive. Like, it's Sam Mendes. I think he's a great director, mm. but... I don't know. How many times do we need to be shown this? I game? know. That's
1: what I was thinking when I saw the trailer. I was like, really? Like again, <laughs> another one. Yeah. Has there ever been a film that just made up of, like? It was a war film that just made up a
0: completely fictional war. Um, I mean, Lord of the Rings. No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, maybe. Uh, but like, it's just proper
1: game. army. It's just like, a, like, it's just like, I don't know.
0: No, can't think of one. Mm. It'd be be a weird thing to do because there's so many good wars to pick.
1: Do you think it would have any knock on effect on the actual relations between the two
0: countries?
1: (laughs) (laughs) If you're just like France versus, I don't know, Argentina. Maybe that's happened, has it? I don't know. I'm trying to think.
0: Argentina is a famous rivalry. A lot of war between those two countries. But isn't,
1: isn't, isn't, what's that day that the Mexican holiday? Cinco de Mayo. Yeah, and I think that's to commemorate a war between Mexico and France. Is it? Don't quote me on that. Don't don't record this and put it online. But it was uh, it was, was
0: a joke. Oh. <laughs> um, but uh, I, think I think it is. I think it. I think it was. It's, I know it's not Mexican Independence Day as no. everyone says it is. Cinco de Mayo is not Mexican Independence Day. I think it's just a big victory for some battle. Mm. Um. Anyway, we're talking about Mexican history. We should mm. be talking about movies.
1: Yeah. Do you wanna? Shall we press on? and Do the first review of twenty twenty.
0: Okay, first review of 2020, and it is... It's a drum roll. Yeah, we don't have a sound guy doing our drum roll. Um, <laughs> do, 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 do. Little Women. L- isn't it? Yeah, it is. Okay, so Little Women. Uh, I went to see this in Dundrum. Uh, mm. Once again, is, didn't yeah, get in it's touch. It's becoming a real cinema that I go to. Um, I like it. Mm. And here is... Uh, my review. I went to see it with Anna. Um, I was excited. I really like Florence Pugh after Midsummer. Mm-mm. And um, which, by the way, why isn't it Best Picture? Sorry. Oh yeah. Why is Midsummer? It's a bit. It's kind of like best that. film of the year, though. Yeah. Um, uh, and I saw it with Anna, and uh, this is what I thought. Hey, I uh, just went to see Little Women, or Kleine Frauen in German. I actually don't know if that's the German title of the film, but that's uh, that's just a direct translation. It was good. Good movie. Um, I'll be honest, I went into it expecting to be bowled away, expecting to be punched in the face with beautiful acting and wonderful stories and funny and heartwarming and all that kind of stuff. It didn't do that. I wasn't quite bowled away, uh, but it was really nice. It took me a while to get into it, Um it was very, I mean, it was a period drama, but it was definitely a Greta Gerwig film with that kind of mumble, mumble core, you know, where there's just lots of, like, there's a room with lots of different actors and they're all saying things at the same time and you're trying to kind of keep up with the conversation. I always take, I always feel it takes me about 20 minutes to get into a film like that. So the first 20 to 30 minutes were kind of just getting that piece with the film and then uh i really got into the swing of it and really enjoyed uh where it went and uh some standout performers were by the way like i'd say the cast in it is one of the i guess most touted actors young actors uh right now you have um timothy Shamley or tom shamlet or well, i don't know how you pronounce his name and um then you have florence Pugh, uh emma watson and of course the wonderful Irish lass, Sir Sharonan. And uh they were they were all good. I wasn't quite blown away by them though. I think um I think Florence Pugh is just wonderful and so brilliant. Uh Sir Sharonan as well is an excellent actor, though I don't think she was like as good as she can be in this film. Emma Watson is <laughs> I mean, not great. And then uh and then Tim Tim Chumlet, Timmy Chomps was, uh, he was good too, but again, like, I, I don't know, these are the, these are supposed to be the best of the best right now. And I wasn't blown away. Maybe the, um, I don't know, maybe the uh, way it was written or something. It just, I felt like the only one who who, who was really fantastic was uh, Florence Pugh, who really, every film I've seen her in, you know, we remember from Midsummer. She's just amazing. She has that amazing ability that when she cries, you want to cry. Um. Good movie, check it out. Worth good seeing. Good movie, check it out.
1: It's worth seeing. It kind of I found that weird because you were saying that it was. It, you, you didn't really say anything good about it. You just said it's good at the start and at the end, but then in the middle, you just said that it was kind of not that good.
0: I often find when a film is being talked about in constant like um, hyperbole of how good it is, people mm. are all all around the world. People are just saying how amazing Little Women is when I come out feeling good, I just don't feel like there's anything to add about yeah. how good it is. It's it's brilliant. It's really well-directed. Uh, the plot's fantastic. But all that stuff, I feel, has already been said, and I always find myself just kind of trying to pick at the little bits that I thought mm. weren't quite on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, uh, yeah de- like, I definitely didn't mention how well written well directed and how nicely put together the well, story is what's
1: it about i actually know nothing about it
0: it's an incredible story it's a really nice little story it's mm. just a little family in america of of uh it's like all female family the dads are fighting during the civil war uh-huh. and uh they're quite poor but they have a happy life nice. and it's all about kind of you know being good and kind and moral and, and having a bit of fun and growing up and falling in love and, mm. you know, doing the right thing. And uh, there's a lot to do with, uh, you know, being a woman and in, in, in the world of that time, and the opportunities that are available to you and the opportunities that are closed off and how your life is kind of set in a certain way before you even, you know, it, it, without you even having to pick anything. Yeah. Um, So it's really well done, and the cast is really well chosen. Emma Watson's quite a bad actor, but she's perfectly chosen for the role that she is.
1: uh, Are they supposed to be three sisters?
0: They are three sisters, yeah. Yeah, they're three sisters. There's four sisters together, and then uh, they, I don't know, they all fight and bicker, and then uh, Timothy Chalamet lives across, he's a rich kid who lives across the way, and he joins their gang, and they kind of have a gang, and they're very childlike, and then Mm. they kind of grow up a bit. Okay that's it really and there's a bit of love and triangles and that Ooh. kind of stuff
1: yeah but what uh w- what is it about about uh, emma watson i'm trying to think of films that she's been in. Sort of Harry she's Potter, like
0: really uh, flat i think As yeah there's 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 a flatness to her performance uh that is just really kind of i don't know that that she doesn't seem to make the characters come alive but the good thing about it was that her character the person she's playing is a kind of flat you know she comes in a box mm. kind of character and uh it's it's so like it works like how, like how they
1: cast like arnold schwarzenegger as the terminator
0: yeah <laughs> <laughs> really no it it is that and um and she doesn't really have much kind of like she can't go from feeling being incredibly emotionally sad to being extremely ecstatic like she doesn't have that range yeah she yeah, has yeah. like a, a a very small range as an actor uh,
1: where has this movie like come from cuz like is it is it a, is it a well-renowned director or writer or is it Fred from a
0: uh is really well known she she directed um well she's Noah Baumbach's... uh i think they're married actually Oh. so Noah Baumbach who did Marriage story mm. they've been making some really great cinema they've been making uh they did Noah uh, well Baumbach did Noah and the Whale and and then they did Frances Ha together i don't know if you saw that then they did if Miss America um while we're young, I think these are all like co-written. Yeah, and then they had a breakout last year with uh, Lady Bird, which she did it ah, herself. That was her first kind of like very okay. girl we on project, go. and um, and she obviously had Saoirse Ronan in that as well. Mm-mm. And then she went for a period piece, which I think was really brave. But Little Women itself has been made six or seven times. I mean, I remember seeing it when I was a kid. Wait,
1: what? What do you mean? It's like it's a it's a, book. Like it's a very oh, it's book a book. From, okay, from,
0: from the period that it's written, I think, and it's. You know, it's it's a really well-known thing. Like your mom probably read Little Women. My, my mom definitely did.
1: Mm, I don't know. I'd say mum probably did. I watched it
0: when I was a kid. There's a scene where someone sells their hair. <laughs> Sorry, mum. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta and, ask her this kind of stuff, Mom. Uh, no, she she definitely didn't read that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you'd be you'd be surprised. But anyway, it's a good film. You yeah, should check it out.
1: Greta Gerwig and, and Noah Baumbach are married. I'd I say they so. have a I'd say they have a cool apartment. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, in New York. And they have like, I don't know, I'd say they have cool life so.
0: What kind of coffee do you think they drink?
1: Like like just Ethiopian V60 <laughs> coffee pour you, over. how do
0: they how do you think they make it? Do you think they have an espresso machine in there? No, house?
1: they don't have an espresso machine. It's just pour over. It's just filter coffee. Really? Yeah, espresso. They just they just like to just like to really taste. taste. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um I watched just to to Go on Noah Baumbach. Um I watched Marriage Story, I thought it was brilliant. Mm-hmm. Really, really liked it. I also, as I said before, I watched Meyerowitz stories.
0: Meyerwitz stories. Meyerwitz Chronicles.
1: Okay. Um, which I also thought was brilliant. And then based on that, I want I think it's stories, but anyway, yeah, don't, I don't think
0: I'm gonna Google if it's stories. <laughs>
1: um but then uh I also watched a film by his because I was kinda into him then. I watched a film by his called Kicking and Screaming, which he released ages ago, and it was f- so bad.
0: But kicking and screaming is the weirdest thing ever. It's that uh, Will Ferrell comedy with the. No,
1: no, no! Everyone keeps saying that. What's that? That's that's also called kicking and screaming. But he oh. made a he made a a, a film called Kicking and Screaming, which is about like pretentious shitheads who are leaving college and they they're supposed to get jobs but they don't yeah. but they're all pretentious and it's it's kind of supposed to be funny and i think they're supposed to be cool but it's just like mm. it's the most pretentious piece oh it's such a bad movie i hate yeah. it it was so bad but i think he made it in like a long time ago
0: yeah yeah he's made some great movies he's made the best movies about brooklyn i think in the last while about mm. that kind of like hipster culture yeah who do you think would win in a fight um noah baumbach or wes anderson
1: I actually don't know what Noah Baumbach looks like, so I'm going to say No Baumbach.
0: Okay. <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> He's more rugged. His films are, have, more, have more of a rugged edge to them.
0: But they're kind of the two, I don't know, it's, it, I don't like saying it like that, but they're probably the two kind of hipster directors of, of their period. Mm. They're really, like, and, and they're good. I think they're good, but I think I prefer Noah Baumbach in a fight. I'd give him, I'd put my money on him.
1: I don't know what it is about Wes Anderson, but I never want to watch his movies. Ever. Really? when I see a new Wes Anderson film come out, I just go, oh, whatever. Yeah, they're good times. I like them when I watch them, but yeah. I just, I just excite you. The I don't know why, but it's just one of the things. The idea of them I don't like, but then I watch it and I like. I I actually <laughs> didn't like The Life Aquatic. I thought that film was boring and I didn't enjoy. Okay. it. Um, but he has. A, I watched. Like, yeah, do you ever get like a film you like it, but then you just convince yourself that you don't? <laughs> <laughs> like i like I, re- I really like that film the grand budapest hotel yeah but then i don't know someone is like should i watch grand budapest hotel i'd be like no nah, don't <laughs> i don't know what it is about it it's it's a strange yeah, way to yeah, be yeah, yeah. But, um but alas
0: anyway little women good movie and i don't know how we ended up talking about uh greta gerwig's husband mm. but um Greta Gerwig herself is an exciting director, and I'm, I'm, I'm always going to watch her movies uh, okay. as she comes out because I think they're good.
1: Where does she? Where does she? Does she live in Brooklyn too?
0: I mean, she has a strong whiff of Brooklyn, New York, coming off her.
1: Well, the next film we're going to review also happens to be set in New York. <laughs>
0: It's 2020, the links are still strong, Woo! baby. Yes. 2020, the links are still strong. Sorry, if I, if I I don't know if you had anything else to say. Uh, no, I have nothing else to say, except that was the best thing I've ever heard in my life. Good, I'm glad. Teach me. The next
1: film we're going to review is the new Adam Sandler comedy. Um, no, I'm just kidding. It's not a comedy. It's new film called Uncut Gems, A24 production. Um, yeah, and I saw it last week. I saw it the day it was released. I was very excited about it. And this is what I thought of it. So I just saw Uncut Gems, new Adam Sandler film, um, A24 produced, of course. And man, it was so good. I was really excited to see this one, and it was just so bloody good. I really like, uh, really like Adam Sandler's in like serious movies, and this was just like he was so good in it. And um, it's basically just about him. He's like kind of like a shady jewellery salesman in New York Um, he sells like super rich people and like lots of like sports players and like rappers and stuff come in and then uh, yeah he's also like basically a gambling addict and it's just him getting himself into really bad situations and just making really really bad decisions and it's just the most fucking anxiety inducing film of him just getting more and more out of his depth with people and the whole time you're just like oh fuck it's so um yeah I went to see it with Jomie when we left Jomie was like man that really just didn't let up like the whole way it just never stopped going like from the start you're just like ah and the whole way just stuff keeps piling up on him it was actually like I was getting tired of like feeling so like oh feeling so like anxious while I was watching it like it it, it was kind of it was almost like a horror film you know like when you're watching a horror and you it gets tense and the suspense builds and you're like oh it's like that but instead of being scared of like ghosts you're just scared of like serious financial losses and which are equally as scary I suppose um but yeah brilliant the the music in it was so weird too like really strange soundtrack for like if i say oh you know he's a jewelry dealer in new york he deals with a lot of gangsters it's an uptown you know he's wheeling and dealing going to clubs you can imagine what the soundtrack is like it's not like that it's like the soundtrack's like it sounds like some weird like synth synthy fucking sci-fi soundtrack and it's so cool because it gives the movie a completely different aesthetic or something it kind of makes you see the situations i don't know you know what i mean like if 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 you see a situation with just your typical you know gangster movie music playing you're like okay this is it but when you're watching a kind of gangster scene with like spaced out sci-fi synth music playing it kind of kind of makes you look at it differently I don't know had a kind of a weird mystical thing about it not like literally but they were dealing with gems all the time and there's lots of close-ups of shiny gems and spacey music so it kind of had this weird mystical magical buzz even though it wasn't you know you know what I'm trying to say it was really good just go and see it it's it's amazing nice yeah mystical magical buzz and, uh, and I was, anxiety inducing anxiety as you could hear there i was very out of breath still <laughs> <laughs> i'm always out of breath i need to stop doing the reviews while i'm walking up my road <laughs> makes me out of breath pushing my bike <laughs> um yeah that film was very good uh very anxious just relentless him making very poor decisions um uh, just like just doing a lot of gambling when he shouldn't
0: how good is zander in it how good he's is he? great
1: he's really good i love when he's in serious films he's in uh, you've seen punch drunk love yeah, you? yeah yeah and he's in the mayor stories which i was just talking about yeah. and he's so he's so good i think yeah. he's a really good actor actually mm. but uh it's yeah it's so it, it, it's funny so many of the um so many of the anxiety inducing situations are purely just based on people not answering the phone when he needs to talk to them <laughs> like there's just so many times in the film where he's like oh i gotta call this guy and he calls and they don't answer he's like pick up pick up come on and that happens like <laughs> like a like crazy amount of times but you, that's so annoying you know that yeah. thing, like when you need to talk to someone they won't <laughs> answer and you're like ah oh! he just goes to their voicemail
0: or you can't get through to someone yeah
1: and he like urgency needs them it's um yeah, it's it's great and it's very cool in New York. Yeah. Obviously we like film set in New York yeah. and it's uh it's yeah, it's just a really well done thing. It just constantly builds and builds and you're just like, "Wow, it's 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 very good." Yeah. Um yeah, I loved it. And as I said, the music is so
0: That's really I I didn't heard anything about the music before. So it's kind of like a synthy, I don't know, Blade Runner kind of feel to it or something. It
1: sounds like a uh uh what's that guy, Chick It sounds like a weird, like, chicoria album or something. <laughs> it's, uh, it's like, I'll play it for you when when we're done. But, uh, it's mm. so, it's not even like Blade Runner. It's like, it doesn't have any drums or anything. It's just synths going like,
0: And it just adds to this tension, this anxiety kind of... I think, now that I think, because at it's first... It's a thriller, is it?
1: It's, I don't know what it is. What Like, what is it? What is a high-paced kind of crime movie? Is that it's a thriller? Like it's a thriller yeah, yeah, it's a thriller then. It's, um yeah it just kind of adds to like loads of situations where normally it'd be going like or whatever it's just kind of going like
2: (laughs) um,
1: which is is cool and it it does have this thing where like that they there's lots of scenes of him just like holding these gems that are all glistening and holding these diamonds or these gold things and they're all glistening and stuff and it's playing the synth music and then because that Cynthia stuff isn't just in those scenes it's mm. in the whole thing it kind of gives this weird like it's like his life centers around these magical stones or something i don't ah, know if, okay okay i don't know a if mystical
0: I'm, kind of thing that you got
1: i don't know I, i'm kind of just talking shy right now but i think that's uh
0: just the premise of this podcast yeah true <laughs> <laughs> uh it's really it's i loved it though it's by the saski brothers who did uh, saski brothers <laughs> <laughs> it sounded like I was doing an impression of yeah. myself. <laughs> uh, it's by the
1: Sasky Brothers, yeah. And
0: they did uh, Good Time with... Uh, uh, Pattinson. uh Pattinson.
1: I never saw that. Did you see that?
0: No, I did, but I really want to watch it now. Um, mm. I heard an interview with them, and they were talking about how influential Punch Drunk Love was on it. Really? Um, yeah, and they also said that they showed the first 40 minutes to Paul Thomas Anderson, who directed Punch Drunk Love, they showed the first 40 minutes to him, and he said, uh, apparently, like, he didn't say anything. Mm. And then uh, he said, does this pace stay the same throughout? Is it like this for the whole movie? Mm. And they said, yeah, yeah, it is. And apparently, he just didn't say anything for, like, 10 seconds. And they were just sitting there, like, really, really nervous. And then yeah. he just went, good, it's going to be a good movie. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that's great.
1: <laughs> yeah, it is. It's it's the most, like, relentless film I've i've seen like it's just i I feel like it takes place over not that long amount of time you can't really tell yeah but you're just constantly like oh god it doesn't end up no um but yeah i think i think i think you definitely like it it's very Mm. very well put together and it's interesting i went on reddit so all the stuff whenever i watch a film i always go in the reddit discussion afterwards to see what people see what the real people have to say (laughs) and uh Lots of people hated it a lot. There were people saying, like, I thought it was the most boring film I ever seen, which I was pretty surprised by. I could yeah. understand if you didn't like the... A lot of people were saying they hated all of the characters in it, which I could kind of see, because mm. they're just, like, not the most savoury bunch of people, yes. but... Also, the, the soundtrack, a lot of people were saying it was the worst soundtrack they would ever heard and stuff, which okay. is interesting. It was pretty out there, I'd say. It could be pretty divisive.
0: But like generally, the, the response has been people are, people love it yeah. overall. Yeah, and, um, yeah, yeah. Like, it seems to be, like, audience score. I love a good Adam Sandler screaming and getting angry. Mm. I mean, he's the kind of guy who I, some, I think Adam Sandler, and obviously, like, he's made some, crap, really, really crap movies. Some of the worst. Um, Maybe some of the worst films. Mm. But, like, I think he is a really good guy to just, if something falls on his foot, if someone like, if he stubs his toe Mm. and he just gets angry about it, he's Mm. one of the most entertaining people to see that happen to. So, like, bad things happening to Adam Sandler is just kind of entertaining. He's really good at reacting to just chaos and like bad Uh, things is
1: is he in anything else serious apart from punch and glove Meredith stories and this
0: uh funny people did you see funny people by judd apatow that was like a uh, that was a that was kind of a sad story um even though it's a kind of a comedy film but it's a little he's a little more serious in it Mm. he's basically playing a version of himself but he's lost kind of a i don't know he's like uh he's a super rich guy and he's he's got all the he's a big famous comic and he's kind of lost the run and he doesn't f- he's kind of mm. depressed basically that, that that's uh, not
1: the one that a lot of people were saying joker was like is it what's that one
0: no uh i don't know what joker's like um oh okay. i mean i know it's like uh, a taxi driver <laughs> yeah yeah
1: yeah i don't know
0: no he it, it funny people's job at judd apatow and, and he, he basically adam sandler finds out he's gonna die and oh dear that's the that's the premise of the film.
1: Is is uh do you think he like on set or whatever like talking to the directors he ever like acknowledges he's like hey you know like most of the time i'm in complete rubbish <laughs> like, like the <laughs> vast majority of my
0: career has been shite i don't know i mean uh, you look back and like big daddy is good Waterboy's is good i suppose yeah um D- uh, little nicky little nicky um, it was good when i was like 12 yeah yeah. Uh, he's, he's I don't know it's kind of like weird voice thing he was oh when he talks like oh. that oh I'm talking like this oh I'm gonna be funny oh yeah like yeah, that. yeah it's just not really very funny is it no
1: <laughs> maybe it is for when you're 12 it must be I suppose it's the same with actors or, or bands like being like a 40 year old person in a band whose music is just consumed by like people who are like 13 or 14 yeah yeah, yeah. It must be weird for Adam Sandler being in films that like only 12 year olds find funny yeah <laughs>
0: oh but what's the one with the golf uh happy gilmore happy gilmore that's also kind of good
1: do you think Um, if you watched it now it would be good though no probably not Mm. (laughs) (laughs) i I liked it a lot when do you know the bit where the coach's head turns into a puppy's head yeah (laughs) (laughs) i love that bit that's that's a really nice i'd like to see
0: how that cgi looks right now
1: i'd say it looks amazing (laughs) Uh, yeah well do you want to uh I can't do a
0: link because I can't remember what the next film we're going to do is. I wrote it down on a piece of paper, but then I put the piece of paper on the other side of the room. I think it's there, <laughs> is it? <laughs> it's behind the computer. Uh. We wrote out a list. We never write out lists, but we wrote out a list this it's time. 2020, organized. Um, and then it literally says, intro, films of last year. Mm. And then in bullet points, Little Women, yeah. Cut Gems, Knife Out. A-cha. Knives Out. That's it. Stop there. We're not going to release, but they're going to be able to see in... Okay, yeah, anyway. Spo- so uh, Knives Out. the title, aren't they? Uh, Knives Out is the film that I went to see. It's Agatha Christie on acid. Woo! <laughs> 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 we don't really do those kind of taglines, yeah, do we? But it's 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 agatha christie meets quentin tarantino what? it's like <laughs> it's the most insane it's a real like who done it, you know but no. like really who the fuck done it Who's that's how i like it? to say it you know like welcome man this is the film podcast what?
1: <laughs> whoa what'd you think of the film um uh
0: so anyway i went to see <laughs> the film <laughs> i went to see the film uh just last week uncut jams i heard some good reviews From uh, your good self, and. uh, Did I? Yeah, you said it was a good movie, you liked it. I didn't review it on this, though, did I? No, you just sent me a a little thing saying. Just for you. You you said it was a good movie, you should check it out. Okay. And then uh, then also my friend Michael Nardoni said that it was good, so I decided to check it out. Uncut Gems is not the film, (laughs) it's Knives Out. This is what I thought. This is. Sorry, I was looking for it in the thing. You said. I saw Knives Out last night. It was good. Won't review. <laughs> <laughs> that's what you said.
1: <laughs> Maybe that's all that needs to be said.
0: Um, just I uh, just literally in the door from watching Knives Out. Um, really good film with Daniel Craig in it. Doing a uh, he's doing a, a Southern American accent, that d- didn't really work for me at the start. But then it did as it went on because it's a bit of a silly movie. And uh, I have to say, I thought it was brilliant. I thought it was a really good film. Just a nice little self-contained film that's, uh, that's you know, it's not based on a sequel. It's not based on a book. It's just its own little thing. And I uh, really enjoyed it. thought the cast was great. The characters were good. The plot with the twists and the turns and everything was really nice. And uh, Who Done It is always fun. And uh, yeah, it, it, it's good. I like how they did it. Mm, getting concise up in here yeah
1: wow you really had a lot to say it's almost like you hadn't just seen the film <laughs> <laughs> it's almost as if you recorded that about five minutes before we what did what is bo- going on <laughs> man
0: what's going on with these accusations that's here? just what
1: it's, it kind of sounds like you just ran downstairs and recorded that while i was here that's not. that's true. just what it sounds like that's but
0: re- that was if did you hear the first few seconds of that recording um, um just li- uh, just literally in the door from watching Knives Out. Just literally in the door from watching Knives Out. Fair. Would I have said that if I'd just
1: there done There must that? have been a delay in the note sending because it's <laughs>
0: like a two or three weeks. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, I'll give a bit of a premise on Knives Out because uh, I didn't give any in that little review. But it's um, it's a who whodunit, which means that you basically have a house full of people and there's been a murder and we have all these different characters and we don't know who did it and then a detective comes in and kind of has to figure it out mm. and that's a really old like that's w- since um the days of Agatha Christie and right up till now that's a really old uh type of film mm. and it kind of tries to play with that genre a little bit yeah it, um, does it, it inverts it a little no it way. inverts it slightly and uh it does some interesting things but then it also sticks to the whole kind of like you know it works we want to mm. know what's going to happen and what the whole story is and it it's really clever and the characters are really good and uh yeah i really liked it i liked stylistically like the whole old house that it's mm. in mm. and the the you know all these kind of there's money and then like all the children who are fighting amongst each other trying to get their share of the inheritance battle and all that kind of stuff it's really it's really funny it's really good um and i i don't know i i get such pleasure out of watching a film that it's just a screenplay that got turned into a movie, Mm-mm-mm. which is so rare these days. Uh,
1: yeah, it's. I, I got the impression watching it as well. It seemed like all the cast had a real nice time. Yeah, kind of. You can imagine them all like having fun because yeah. they're all playing kind of like crazy out there characters. As yeah, say yeah. as an actor getting to be like a bit not that serious and just do something a bit silly is probably <laughs> pretty. Especially Daniel Craig with the. Yeah, yeah. I'm just an observer. Yeah. That's how he speaks. Yeah,
0: I am. I can't do it. Yeah, I'm. I'm just an observer, the donut hole, the hole within the donut hole. Yeah, and for the hole within the hole of the donut.
1: You're quite good at it. <laughs> the um, I thought Tony Collette was very good in this. Yeah, 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 yeah. She basically plays Gwyneth Paltrow.
0: Yes, that's true. Um, and and then who else is in? It's an all-star cast. Yeah. Uh, you have. Chris, what's his name? Anna
1: de, de Armas or whatever is that her name? The main, the main lady.
0: Yeah, yeah, she's also in Dora the Explorer. She's also in Blade Runner Two. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. She's good. She's the hologram girlfriend in Blade Runner Two. Mm. Um, yeah, Jamie Lee Curtis is good in it. Yeah, she is. Uh, and then what's his name? Who's that guy? In uh, oh yeah, Michael Shannon. Who's? Uh, Don't know him. He's real good in it.
1: I thought it was basically... Uh, this is actually kind of interesting. So when I saw it, I, I, I turned to email when I saw the trailer and I said, like, is this Cluedo the movie? <laughs> um, and then it kind of was, but then yeah. I, I was telling Gary that that I, I, I thought it... Because ba- after seeing it, I was kind of like, it basically was Cluedo the movie. It was. And then, but Gary said that um, there was a Cluedo the movie uh, years ago, and he said that they made it in such a way that there are four endings and different endings were distributed to different theaters and you never knew which ending you were going to
0: get. Are you kidding? Yeah, it's
1: amazing. I was like, how do I never heard of that? What so you fuck? could go you could go see it in Dundrum and one ending would happen. You could go see it in Stilorgan and it would have like a different ending. Like, That's, That's such genius. a Such a clever idea. But then it also kind of makes me wonder about the story. Because you always feel like the writers knew what the ending would be and everything that happened you're like, oh, of course it was always this. But when they can just tack a different ending onto each one kind of makes the, the, the events seem like could have been anything in the end, you know. <laughs> did you? Did you, just, did you just? I'm looking for it and I can't find it, man. Listen, Gary said
0: there's a film called
1: Gary's got a PhD. Clue. Oh, that's
0: 1985. What, that, that's what clue is
1: called in America.
0: Oh, Cluedo is called Clue in America. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Clue in 1985. Uh, looks good. I'm going to check that out. Yeah. But which version will I watch? Find out on the next MK Ultra Film Podcast. Um, yeah, Knives out. it was fun. You know? Fun, good movie. Don't need to say too much about it, really. But it
1: good Christmas time. I, I, I uh, didn't enjoy it as much as I could have because I had a very sore tummy the whole time.
0: Ah man, mm. I had a really sore tummy the whole time too during it. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. really weird. Yeah. And, and I went to, h- uh, to the bathroom twice for. Well, anyway, yeah. It's <laughs> 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 number two. If that's what you need to know,
1: I had a sore tummy. I had to go to the doctor, but he told me there was nothing wrong with me, which is good news.
0: Then why, why did you have to go to the doctor? Something was wrong if you had to go to the doctor.
1: Uh, sore tum-tum.
0: I, th- <laughs> I mean, I think you're saying sore tum-tum, but I think you mean sore bum-bum.
1: No, bum-bum was fine. <laughs> I, I nearly wish I wish it was that, because it might have gotten whatever was causing the pain out of me. But there, no, I think it's because I think I might be allergic to peppers. And then I ate some peppers, and then I had a sore tum, and then I ate a large popcorn, which was probably foolish. Yeah um anyway enough of my tum tum stories i had a ranny and i was fine oh man you know when you you really want a ranny or a gaviscon and then you have it and it's just you know that remember that ad for gaviscon where the gaviscon yeah where Coating. the the fireman Soothing. goes into the girl's yeah, like yeah, esophagus yeah. and fucking right hoses it down yeah that's so i always think about that fireman yeah. whenever i have gaviscon i'm like yeah the little men
0: are going inside me and yeah me up. it's such a good feeling like <laughs> mm, i love it it's. I remember the audio from it where it's like the firemen and they're spraying that like creamy gavascon all around. <laughs> and the her bone. throat's literally in flames. Yeah, and then <laughs> it's like putting it out, and then it's just going coating, coating, smoothing, smoothing, <laughs> and it's just all better. It's yeah. amazing.
1: It has such a weird texture that drink. It's like drink. It, well, I suppose it's literally drinking chalk, but
0: <laughs> it's like <laughs> solid and liquid at once. Uh. Um, solid and liquid at once. At once is actually. Uh, the tagline of the next film that we're going to review
1: I mm. can't okay. well, once again can't remember what it is
0: well it's uh, it's the film that you're going to review <laughs> Two Popes, oh. solid and liquid at once <laughs> 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 yeah the That's... Two Popes a, a film uh,
1: a film that I watched with my grandmother and my mother um, and I watched it last night actually on Netflix oh actually Uncut Gems is a Netflix and this is a Netflix Not yet. But it, it's a Netflix production. Yes. Lots of good Netflixy stuff these days. Yeah, very good um, stuff. Anyway, two popes, let's go. Here's what I thought. So I just saw uh, the two popes. I watched it with my mum and my grandmother. Um I thought it was actually pretty good. Like I, I went into it. Whoop, I went into it thinking it was gonna be the most boring thing ever. Um but it wasn't bad the acting was really good just it's just kind of them chatting it was like a character study i suppose is what you call it but uh it was uh yeah i liked it it kept me kept me going there's kind of a bit of there's a lot of them just walking around like italian buildings it's not the vatican but it's some other place that they're in and chatting um and it really kind of paints ratzinger as like an old conservative Pope who plays with the rules and then like uh what's his name Pope Francis is like this new they kind of went a bit heavy handed on like he's he's new and he he's for the people and he's he's you know like they had lots of shots of him like playing football and lots of shots of him like like trying to book a flight and then they're like what's your name and he says his name and they're like that's the Pope's name and then they're like what's your address and then he goes the Vatican and they go oh very funny and hang up the phone and it's like I don't think he actually books flights for himself maybe he does but they're, they're really going for the like he's just a normal guy but despite that it was it was good and the only thing that kind of got to me was I've never had an issue with this in a film before but the cinematography I found to be so weird and like annoying, like it. It kept changing angle in scenes like unnecessarily. Like it would just be them in a room talking, and then it would just keep changing angle. And then they kept doing what I know, just because I watched a YouTube video about it. It's called the Dutch angle, where the camera is tilted like slightly, and it's kind of done in like you know, in like old. Thriller or horror films where the camera's tilted and it zooms in on someone, but lot there'd be lots of scenes of like Anthony Hopkins just talking. For some reason, the camera is like tilted a little bit to the left or to the right, and I was like, I don't see why they did this. Like, just looks really weird, and it kind of makes them look a bit sinister when I assume it's not supposed to be looking sinister. But overall, like, I definitely never, ever even consider watching it again. But it was actually pretty good.
0: I like the shots of uh him playing football and stuff like that. Were there any shots of him smashing women's arms? <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't understand that joke. You didn't see that. You didn't see the footage of Francis smashing the woman's arm. No. There's some woman who grabs him in the audience. She like grabs him (laughs) and like pulls him over and he grabs her he gets his hand and goes bam 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 oh the chop jesus the argentinian fucking fury chop no i didn't hear that god do you want i wonder if she's
1: happy or saddened by that
0: yeah i guess if she wanted to be touched by the pope which is clearly what she wanted Mm. he's totally within his rights it's so good that you hear i heard like the pope hits a woman and i was like oh god and then i watch it and i go surprisingly he was totally within his rights mm, to hit her. Mm, mm,
1: mm. <laughs> yeah.
0: That's anyway, this movie.
1: Yeah, it's uh, it's good. It's it's kind of boring, but it's nice. It's um, it's it's just kind of them chatting about stuff for ages. It it really it, it was funny because there was no it wasn't like very religious. It was it was very much just about the role of being a pope and how yeah. they get elected and like how the guy like I thought it might be have a bit of like. Like they obviously talk about God and stuff in it a lot, but I thought it would have a a strong like pro
0: church kind of thing. church
1: like believing God or like I mm. thought there might be some like miracles that occur in it or yeah. whatever. But it's kind but they of actually just... sit there and they're like, I don't even believe in God. <laughs> yeah, like yeah, it's all <laughs> load of shit. No, they uh, they're they're just kind of like, oh, I, I, he got voted Pope, but then whatever things happened and then um, it's just how he was like went from being a cardinal to being a Pope, and it shows a lot of like funny stuff which you never think about of like kind of in talking about the, the cardinals who vote for the pope mm. talking about oh i want this guy to be pope i want this guy and yeah yeah like,
0: it's all really political
1: yeah it is very political which is i guess you always think they all just have the absolute best interests at heart oh god oh no, yeah i know yeah it's like <laughs> catholic school brainwashing but yeah. um <laughs> yeah i I was actually you know when we were talking about the oscars i was like the academy who vote for best film is kind of like the cardinals voting for the <laughs> for the vote
0: there's a but, nice yeah correlation there or a link there it's
1: it's good it's it's just kind of like a lot of chatting but i liked it and i, I kind of learned a lot about how uh you become a pope and it, yeah. it it definitely portrayed the popes as very human like there's one bit where it shows the pope eating his dinner and he's drinking a bottle of fanta which i thought was pretty good <laughs> and uh like there's a bit where they like get a pizza and like he watches like telly like he's like i like this show and he's just talking about tv and stuff which yeah. i i don't know whenever i imagine the pope doing stuff i imagine him just Kind of just sitting in silence, just being holy, con- praying, contemplating yeah, things, contemplating. and um, and he plays piano and stuff, and
0: yeah, do you know I'm he um, I uh, the language school that I learned to be a teacher in, mm. he was in, which one now, uh, Francis or uh, Francis? Oh yeah, and he uh, w- and when he was just like an Argentinian man, mm. uh, he he went to learn English in Dublin, and really? He, yeah, and he apparently was the language school. and They had a signature, it was just his name oh um, and it's very funny to think of the pope because when they become the pope they're the pope yeah um and they're kind of this like you know god kind of figure mm-hmm. and then uh but then you're thinking of them like it's just like this argentinian man who i mean i've taught so many argentinians and i'm just like <laughs> you don't know which one could end up pope you yeah know? you never
1: know who could man, be who knows Who <laughs> you thought the pope who knows yeah <laughs> it's uh yeah, it was good. Also, because I was watching it with my my granny Mary, she had a lot of like real life uh facts to Pope related things to add yeah, on to it. So looking. she was filling in a bit of like, oh, I remember this happening, or I remember that, or yeah, or um, she's like, actually, since then the Pope has said X, Y, or Z. So yeah, she yeah, knew yeah. her her Pope stuff, so she could fill me in on it. Um, the cinematography thing was super weird. Yeah, like. Like, lots of, you know, what like, the, the, it's well, the Dutch angle,
0: is like, once you see, the, once you find out about the Dutch angle, you see it everywhere. It's really, really common. But,
1: but even, like, there's one scene where they're walking through some garden, which is, mm. like, in some Popey building, not the Vatican, and yeah. they're having a conversation. And, you know, when, like, in a film where they shoot as if you're, someone's observing from the bushes... Mm-hmm. So oh, you expect you can someone s- to? You can see, it, but no, like the camera has all branches going across it, yeah. and and it's just the two popes talking to each other. I'm like, why? Why am I? Sp- why am I in the bushes right now? Like, why am I the observer in the bushes yeah. watching this talk? And then, like, but then later it would change. So like, you're beside them, or you're above them, or you're fucking. I just thought the camera angles just kept. Weirdly, there that
0: sounds like it's kind of like you're spying on them or something. It it, it was, but I As feel if like it's like captured footage um, of the two popes talking. Was that the idea?
1: I mean, yeah, like so. That's just one example. And like, if if that was the case, but then like other scenes would just be normal filming. And then okay. there's just times where like some of the angles, and so stuff, it
0: didn't work, what the, whatever they were trying to do with the cinematography. No, didn't work. and I,
1: that's not something I ever really noticed. But it was the first time where I was like, why are they shooting this like, like this? I don't really get yeah. it. Uh, it was it was strange, but. It was it was a, a fine like it was a good movie. I, I liked it. I, I as I said in the review, I really thought it was gonna be like the most boring thing.
0: You also thought it was gonna be a documentary.
1: That is also true.
0: <laughs> I thought it was a series. Mm. And then you said right up until you sat down.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that is true. I, I I thought it was actually I thought it was the two real popes. Having a conversation <laughs> uh, for like x amount of time, and then i thought I thought it was the two of them recounting their lives, and then when they describe stories, it would be them narrating with Anthony Hopkins and the other guy <laughs> going through um whatever they're talking about, yeah, um but it wasn't that, but hey, watch it, maybe you'll like it
0: yeah i th- I probably will watch it with my dad or something like that, mm-hmm. but i would I would have like a question about um so I watched The Crown the series Crown Mm. um, which is about the Queen Mm. of England and I sometimes I kind of stopped watching it because I felt it was just a bit too I don't know, like the queen is still around and Mm. uh, I don't really agree with the whole kind of royal family thing. Mm. And then I felt it was just too much kind of propaganda-y kind of stuff, like really making the queen out to be this amazing, amazing, amazing person. And then after a while I was kind of like, I can't watch this anymore and separate it from like the real thing that does exist. Like she's there right now. So I kind of was just like, ah, I'm just going to turn this off, not watch Mm -hmm. it anymore. Mm -hmm. And I was wondering if like, you know, That happened at all with watching the Pope.
1: So it kind of went two popes. It went in two ways. In that it really because you know the Pope is meant to be this really holy being, and he can supposedly talk directly to God and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It in one way it kind of made the Pope seem like more of just like a job or like more of a role that a person Mm. does. But then it also made Pope Francis say to be like the best, most genuinely kind giving person yeah. on planet earth mm. um so i kind of did both yeah i don't really know much about the pope so i couldn't really like yeah
0: did my, i mean i don't know much about the pope either i mean, did see him last summer actually the real guy yeah, the actual real thing did he have and any then, kind
1: of like aura of yeah i freaked out energy?
0: i did i was in um i say square and i saw the pope and i don't know i mean I I guess growing up in this country or something like that when you see the Pope it's still a big massive mm, deal mm. and I was like what the fuck is the fucking Pope yeah, uh, yeah! <laughs> I did I was like I can't believe that's the Pope over there mm. like thinking like oh man my granny would just go wild if yeah, she was yeah. looking at the Pope uh, but then like obviously like fe- different feelings about the Catholic Church as an institution Yeah. It's then really like the him like thing. I do kind of I do fall for if it's propaganda or whatever he seems like a pretty cool guy. Mm,
1: he's definitely a more liberal Pope. Yeah. As liberal as they can possibly <laughs> yeah. be under the head of the Catholic Church. <laughs> I know, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, Come here, I just remembered something. What? So do you remember in when you were talking about Marriage Story? Yeah. And you were like the two lawyers and the male lawyers played by
0: uh, the guy from Goodfellas. Oh, Ray Liotta.
1: Really odd, and then the lady you're like, I can't remember who she's who, who she, I, I don't know who she is.
0: She's real good in um, Little Women, as it's well, fucking
1: actually. Laura Dern, she's fucking Dr. Ellie Sattler from Jurassic Park, you dumbass.
0: Yeah, well, okay, well, I, mean, <laughs> I don't know that.
1: Well, you <laughs> should know that.
0: <laughs> she will, I knew her as a former heartthrob.
1: Laura Dern, she's Ellie Sattler, you should know. <laughs> <I> <laughs> know.
0: That's I an essential that. actor to know,
1: no, Sam no, Neill. Alan Grant. Mm. They're even just those two is fun.
0: <laughs> Samuel Jackson?
1: Yeah, he plays uh, Dr. Ray Arnold. Hold on to your butts. He says it twice. <laughs> such a funny line to
0: say twice. No. <laughs> um, <laughs> you like the old, just going back to Mara's story a bit, you really like the old lawyer.
1: Yeah, he's, he's so really funny. He's so confusing. It's such well written. I actually found that with that and Mara's stories. The dialogue is really well written. Yeah. Where it's like he's intended to be confusing, but it's not. He's not saying like outwardly silly things. He's yeah. just you're listening to it kind of like wait, what is he talking yeah. about? Yeah, it's so good. I love <laughs> when doesn't doesn't Adam Driver say something like, "Are you aware that it's very hard to understand you?" And he's like, "Yes, I am." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's uh, very funny. It's very good. Yeah. Um, so, do you have any
0: uh, any I, anything further to add?
1: Anything to add? Are you going to go see anything this week or do anything like that?
0: Um, yeah, well, I, I'm, I'm going to see Uncut Gems. I was really sad not to see it uh, before this show so that we could have both talked about it a bit longer. Mm. I'm going to see 1917 with my mum. Oh, nice. She really wants to see it. and She's into history and I I also want to check it out. Yeah, yeah. I'll be honest. And then, uh, and then um, maybe we can talk about this a bit more afterwards, but we're going to plan a Lord of the Rings thing. Oh, yeah. Uh, where me and Mark are going to... I'm a huge Lord of the Rings fan. Mm. Mark has fallen asleep nearly every single time he's tried to watch Lord of the Rings. Yeah, I don't like um, it. And then he... he it's. J- I don't know if you don't like it. It's like I can't accept that. Yeah. I, I've I only don't think you've tried it.
1: I've seen the first one once in the cinema when it was released, and then I watched it a second time in maybe about 2013. Mm. And I had to watch it. I watched it in four installments on my laptop. Over four days, <laughs> um and the second and third one, I've literally only seen when they were released in the cinema in Ireland. So when was that? Like many years, two
0: thousand and four, I think. One
1: of them, I went to see. Actually, no, I lie. I went to see the third one twice in the cinema in the same week, and I think that could contribute to my, yeah. Because I went to see it once, and then one of my friends had a birthday party, and for his birthday, uh, it was revealed that we were going to go see Lord of the Rings, and I had just seen it, and yeah. I was like. You know when you're fucking that age, you're like, oh, it's it's so long.
0: I don't know. When you're that age, I watched uh, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. uh, Yeah, that's not Lord of the Rings. Four times. (laughs) Yeah.
1: (laughs) I went to see Lion King in the cinema five times, I think, the original.
0: You can just go so many times.
1: But Lord of the Rings is different from Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. It is, yeah. So we would say there's no Oompa Loompas in Lord of the Rings, but they're kind (laughs) of it. Like there's, (laughs) (laughs) They kind of is.
0: Oompa Loompas on acid. Yeah. (laughs) Um... Okay, so that's something that we've got uh, in the future.
1: I'm going to watch them at some point, and then I'm just going to tell Kenny I don't like them, and then he's going to argue with me about that, I guess. That's
0: how it is. Uh, And uh, what are you going to watch this week? Anything?
1: I'm going to watch Bombshell, I think, with uh, Charlize Theron and Nicole Kidman and...
0: um, Reese Witherspoon?
1: No, what's the one? But also looks... Australian. She's in loads of films. Nicole Kidman? No, No, um, I said her. No, come on! No, this one we have to do ourselves. No Google. She's in fucking um, Margot Holt. Robbie. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Those three. It's about some Fox News scandal. Looks pretty good. They're bit. all
0: blonde. To be fair, they're all blonde and they're all hot.
1: Hey, you're not allowed to say that.
0: Okay, but they are all blonde and they're all <laughs> beautiful.
1: You just have to say they're all blonde and they're all good actors.
0: <laughs> they are all really good actors. Yeah.
1: Um. All.
0: All. Have they all won best? Uh, actress.
1: As far as I know, none of them have.
0: Charlize Theron won. Margot Robbie, didn't she get for I, Tonya? I think she did. Maybe. And then uh, Nicole Kidman Nicole got it Kidman. for
1: Eyes Wide Shut. Very good. So no, that's not true. I made that up. <laughs> um, I think
0: she got one. Can't remember what for.
1: I'm also going to see an anime film called Weathering With You, which looks really nice. It's by a guy whose name I don't know, but he made a film called Your Name, which came out ages ago. And the trailer made it look like it made it look really bad. It made it basically look like Freaky Friday, oh but Jesus. when you watch it, it's it's a really really nice movie. And he has a new film, and the trailer for this also makes it look really bad. But I find that's often the case of anime movies. I don't know yeah, why they yeah, focus on like to the I real know, yeah, it's emotional hard to make an anime film. Yeah, look good. But uh, I'm gonna go see it because I like the last one so much, and it looks like the animation is probably pretty nice. Okay, cool. Mm. Lots of good stuff coming up. Well, we should just do away with the recommendations because you never watch them.
0: Yeah, I guess. We also forget to plan them. Mm. Okay, I can say to you that uh, one of my regrets of 2019 is not getting a chance to see Christo Walks on Water. So mm. I will I will make an effort to watch Christo Walks on Water.
1: Do you want to know? I actually went into the IFI and I was going to buy that for you for Christmas and they didn't have it. What did you try and buy me for Christmas? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, yours is Christo Walks on Water. <laughs> Yours is crystal walks on water. Wait, that's stupid. No, that, um, ignore me. Yours is still rope. Okay, rope. I'll watch rope. Okay. Do you want to know a funny secret? Ema revealed to me that I have in fact seen that.
2: Oh really? Yeah, yeah. I saw you it. forgot about it?
1: No, I remember. It's all they have a dinner party and then they do something where they yeah. they put it. They put like they turn it into a table. They turn the thing into a table, don't they? And there's something in the room the whole time and you're aware. It's yeah, there. that's it. Jay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I've seen that. It's good. Thanks yeah, for recommending it to me.
0: No problem. Uh, I also saw crystal walks on water. No, you didn't. No, I didn't.
1: <laughs> um, watch Lawnmower Man, or at least just watch the trailer. You don't need to watch the film, but just watch the trailer. It's insane.
0: Okay, I'll check it out. Um, Thanks good. very much for listening. Um, yeah. Sorry we've been away for a while.
1: Sorry we, like, we're like fairly unpolished this episode, weren't we?
0: Unpolished, but a bit ant- frantic, but like, I think... Fun. Like, fun, yeah. I think we're a bit more fun. Loosey-goosey.
1: That's 2020 for 2020. me. 2020. I'm just all about living my best life, having yeah. a good time. I don't have to play by the rules this year. you yeah. know. just going to be me, just... You know, go where the energy takes me. Positive and vibes, come back
0: and then go back there again.
1: Yeah, going to to
0: back and forth, <laughs> forwards and backwards, um,
1: wherever the, the the journey takes. We're me. also
0: going to make a change up in terms of our scheduling, and instead of doing one every two weeks, we're going to do one every day. Mm. Um, so MKUltra. imagine we made it daily. Yeah. Well, some bloggers do that. That'd be insane, but I, like, you'd have to watch. You have to watch at least four films every day and then review them all. Well, two each. Two each. Oh, yeah. It'd be doable. Anyway, see you tomorrow. See you tomorrow. Bye.
1: At MKUltraFilm on Instagram.
0: Get there.